This is a HeadGum Podcast. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Wow. Toronto. Not bad. You you have a sign that says green light Jake's mom. I feel like I should have a problem with that, but you're so goddamn handsome. You thought of it? You can fuck my mom too. Anything's an improvement on my father. He is a potato man. He's a knapsack human. He's a sour patch kid. That's what my dad is. He's a garbage pail kid. Yeah. He's a he's a Pringle. That's he enough. You're talking about my father. Pringles. He is not. And his dick is a cheese doodle. That is fair because that's true. <laughs> Toronto, how's it going? All right. Very exciting. This is our first podcast in Canada. Ever. No, that's not true. What the fuck? We went to Montreal. (laughs) (laughs) They don't know that. You're (laughs) pandering. This is our second podcast in Canada ever. (laughs) It's still worthy of an applause. Was anybody at the Montreal show? You were there? Leave. We're going to do the exact same thing. (laughs) What'd you say? You came to Austin and Montreal and Toronto? You like Jake more than I do. (laughs) Well, you hate me. Yeah. (laughs) Holy shit. Were you just coincidentally in all three of those areas at the same time? Don't flatter yourself, Blumenthal. (laughs) Was it a coincidence or are you following me around? I don't know. (laughs) Do you really think I should greenlight Jake's mom or is that just a joke? Uh, who came here from, for tonight from far, far away? Did, Aside did from anybody... this girl from Austin, apparently. Did anybody travel? You raising your hand in the cool-ass baseball shirt. Where'd you come from, boss? Uh, I believe you. <laughs> he said three hours away so confidently. Yeah. What mode of transportation? We're not talking about time. <laughs> We're talking about distance traveled. Dumbass. Everything's quantifiable. I also gave her three, three hours away. Los Angeles. I mean... <laughs> Sorry. Jeez, he paid money to see you. <laughs> right. No, that's true. I apologize. But what's three hours away? Oh, shit. Jamaica, man. Yeah, man. Let's smoke it at 
Uh, <laughs> I was yeah, no, not, I yeah, I wasn't, to, yeah. I wasn't racist, I was just heading towards there, yeah. so I... You stopped yourself and I that's... I took one step and turned around. Yeah. Uh, did anybody else come from far away? <laughs> well, this isn't a, an auction. Five, four hours, did I hit five? Five, who came but five hours away? Six, six hours away, sold! To the person who came from six hours away. What's four hours away? Ottawa. Ottawa. Woo! Good man. Huge Senators fan myself, so. <laughs> guys, no! Stop! I don't know about you Stop. guys, but I hate the Senators. <laughs> and I and I love I love the 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 the, the, the Blue Jays. Yeah. <laughs> Favorite Blue Jay of all time. I love them all. <laughs> Name one, baby. Favorite Blue Jay. Here we go. Drake. Who? <laughs> I'll just name famous Canadians. <laughs> Guys, we're from America. We don't give a shit about hockey. I don't care about the senators. I barely even know the senators. I don't even know American senators, and I live there. Uh, so who here has never heard our podcast before? Never heard of it. Oh, some people. Some people di- haven't heard it, but are still excited enough to applaud. Very small Me. subsection. Who dragged you here, people that clapped? Significant others. You don't know our podcast, and you're sitting in the goddamn front row? You don't? Who doesn't? She tricked you. <laughs> what did she, like, dangle a carrot in front of you until you're in your seat? What? <laughs> I didn't say anything. I mean, who likes carrots that much? I love, I'll go anywhere a carrot is. You obviously don't know about rabbits. Fair, 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 fair. Uh, So should we get, I don't know, do you want to get started? Yeah. um, This is basically, what we do is an advice podcast. It's called If I Were You. And it's actually the only advice podcast on the whole internet hosted by me and Jake. Um... We get real emails from real people who are in difficult places in their lives, in sticky situations, really, and they're seeking our guidance for whatever reason. So we do our best to answer those questions on the show. Sometimes it's me and Jake, naked, alone, afraid, in the comfort of our own public library. (laughs) We're terrified nude in public, but it is comfortable. Yes. It is a public library. The terrifying comfort of our public library, <laughs> where we're illegally nude. We're getting escorted by a librarianess. Uh, and sometimes it's in front of 400 of our favorite Canadian friends. Uh, so these are real emails from real people. I'm going to give them a fake name to, to, to preserve their anonymity. I just need a fake... I heard. I heard. Wow. Quiet. (laughs) This girl is losing her fucking mind. I heard a Crandis. Crandis, you followed me. If you were in, you saw Crandis in Austin. You saw Crandis in Montreal. Crandis does not leave our side. Let's give it up for Crandis. This one comes from Crandis. 
Grandis writes, I just got back to my place in NYC after an unsuccessful bar crawl night out with some quote-unquote friends. I took a cab ride back home. When I saw a strip club, I told the cabbie to stop. I walked back to the club, took some money out of the ATM, and went in. Because I was drunk and horny, I agreed to go with the first girl I saw. Next thing I know, I handed the bouncer my credit card and ID, and I am groping, grinding, and doing coke with two blonde Russians. So far, what's the problem? (laughs) Nice, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, He was killed later that night. (laughs) Um, oh, how do you write the email? Just joking, all right. The bouncer, who was very nice, came back and said my card wasn't going through, so I pretended to call the credit card company and whatever, but instead slipped away, got a lap dance, and left ASAP. (laughs) This was my first time ever experimenting with any sort of drug. I had never done weed. I only have drinking. (laughs) As I'm writing this, I am still coked up now drinking makes sense (laughs) and feeling energized and anxious I have no idea what to do or how to feel (laughs) I hope my credit card really didn't work or else that will be an awkward convo with my mom and dad since they are co-signers love Crandis (laughs) I still I genuinely don't know what the problem is it sounds like he doesn't know how to feel. How do I feel now? The cocaine's doing that for you. <laughs> you don't have to figure out how... That's what drugs are. Yeah. The drug's making him feel... What did he say? Jacked up and anxious? Yeah, and he's scared. Sounds like, Well, coke doesn't make you feel scared, but sure. Um, it is funny to ask, how do I feel? Like he can control it. But he's never done drugs. He had never done weed. Yeah, and he went straight a... to cocaine. Zero to Zero to 100. <laughs> Uh, you really understand lots of podcast references. <laughs> uh, so, what What should he do and how should he feel? Odds are he's still coked up. It's really, it sounds like he got away with murder. Like, did he, he described the bouncer as friendly. Yeah. Which is, you know, no, if you gave the bouncer your credit card, that's always a bad decision. You think the, cre- the bouncer bought the fake conversation he had with the credit card company? Yeah, because I feel like that happens to the bouncer all the time. So he, he's, you think he's actually calling the credit card The bouncer's card like back there trying to run a card for like $300. <laughs> yeah. And a credit card company is going to be like, no, let's, we want to talk to the guy who, whatever. Right. And then, I mean, this is like a fucking great scheme. <laughs> this this dude just went in and got free cocaine and lap dances. <laughs> I really don't understand the problem. <laughs> Is this happening at strip clubs? You go into a back room and they give you drugs? Yeah. <laughs> One t- I mean, this exact same thing happened to me, except the reverse. I paid $300 and I didn't get the cocaine. <laughs> so, t- so when you say the exact same thing, you mean the opposite yeah, of this sorry. <laughs> The but exact like, same thing happened to me. It's not the, the exact opposite. opposite, though. It's a mirror image. Yeah. The exact opposite is like gr- visiting your grandmother. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and doing cocaine off her ass. <laughs> Grandfather oh. swiping the card. Between her butt cheeks. 
I'm sorry, everybody. Just think about your grandparents fucking for two seconds, though. They had I to know. <laughs> they had to have. Someone wooed like they liked it. Yeah. That is your grandfather. Yeah. <laughs> he said like that green, shit for a minute. Hashtag Greenlight Jake's mom. On the other side it's of green the Greenlight Jake's green mom's light, mom. Yeah. Greenlight my daughter. The deafening silence is a standing Have o. you ever done cocaine? <laughs> I resent the accusation. I'd like to know if you've ever done cocaine. I'd like to see how honest you are in front of these folks. Uh, no, it scares me to snort, uh, smoke, and to a lesser extent, drink. I am fearful of things. I'm down to take a pill because I can convince my brain for just a split second that, that it's, it's medicine. Advil, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> a vitamin pill, and then later I feel a little different. But I don't think I will ever straight up, like, put, even if it was a placebo, even if it was flour. Right, you would. Which, God willing, one day it will be whole wheat flour. I would to never. The face. It's, it feels like it would burn my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and this is why. <laughs> This is why I shouldn't do drugs. This is you this talking is, yeah. to, a, to a drug dealer. I'm just worried that it'll burn my eyes, My sinuses, anyway. My sinai, I, I do tend to have narrow passage. Are He's you a checking doctor? you for a wire. <laughs> we help this guy as much as we can. Let's give it up for Crandis yet again. Uh, all right, we need a lady's name. Drizzy. 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 Someone also said Amir. That's not a girl's name, bro. Come at me unless you weigh more than 145. <laughs> then odds are I can't take you. Actually, even if you are kind of skinny, I'm feeling weak tonight. Jesus. I had some poutine earlier and it's not sitting right with me. You did have diarrhea backstage. <laughs> uh, what did he say? I don't know. Okay. Hmm? Huh? Oh, Jacqueline. Oh, the people are just still yelling yeah, names. Yeah. Jacqueline. Yeah, I like Jacqueline. Sure. Uh, this, this story. <laughs> we still said Drizzy. It still happened. We had a moment. <laughs> <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> get out of here, dude. <laughs> dude, get out. Oh, he's got he's hashtag green light Jake's mom guy. Of course he loves it. I'd love to introduce you to my mother. That guy's actually pretty buff. I know. That's what I'm saying. I wish I had his sperm in me. <laughs> <We're> not... <laughs> All right. <laughs> we were recording, right? It's not entirely what I meant, but I'm not going to back away from it now. You guys misunderstood. Jake wants that guy to fuck him. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> this one really paints a story. So if you want, you can close your eyes and follow us on this magical journey that Jacqueline weaves. My boyfriend and I have been going out for about a year and a half. However, the first six months, after the first six months, I ended up transferring to the University of Oklahoma and he to USC. Since then, we have treasured our breaks as times that we could hang out. I know you've both expressed a strong revulsion to the idea of long-distance relationships, but I feel, given the circumstances, you may reconsider. He is a genius, and I am not exaggerating. 
For example, he is comfortably majoring in business, pre-med, and pre-law. He's also adept in music, art, and athletics. He does a charity work. He greatly satiates my needs in bed. And most significantly, he started his own company right after he turned 18. His company is so successful that he's doing pre-med and pre-law just because he has nothing better to do with his life and needs to keep busy so he won't be bored. In essence, I have met the most amazing person in the world. It's you. (laughs) (laughs) It is above average, my friend. Thus, we arrive at the many problems that have emerged this summer. Apparently, he applied to transfer to Harvard and got in, but didn't bother to tell me until we first met up this summer. At first, it was really great news, but then he explained to me that he was not 100% sure he wanted to move. To help him decide, he is taking an intercession course at Harvard over the summer, which pisses me off. Our breaks are the only time we get to see each other, and during my spring break, he went to Jordan with a medical team and helped refugees of Syria. Syria, Afghanistan, and ISIS. I got mad at the time, so he promised me to take me to as many concerts as I'd like during summer break. Last year, he also promised that we would go to an anime expo this summer. This resulted in a massive confrontation that ended with me storming off the night before his flight. Am I the bad guy here? On one hand, he broke a promise, but on the other, he broke it for what he believes is an important reason. Also, a few weeks ago, I called him for the first time since our fight, and he said that he felt bad for letting me down, so he bought me a plane ticket, and we got to hang out for a week and a half. I would have stayed for longer, but I needed to come home for a six-week internship. The night before I left, we had a discussion about our relationship, and I mostly complained about how I thought he didn't take us seriously enough, and he didn't really want to be there. He kept reassuring me that he really did care, but he kept explaining that his actions say otherwise. With this in mind, we finally got to the point where he said, if you don't believe in my commitment, I can get you a ring. It doesn't have to be right now, but you should think about it. What would you do if you were me? I want to be a specialized doctor, but the main thing holding me back is my fear of stacking up too much student debt, the financial security of marrying him. It's a really nice thought, and it would make me feel more comfortable investing in such an expensive education to be with him. He's also the greatest guy I've ever met, and outside of the problems of doing long distance, we have a ton of chemistry. Would you be willing to have a long-distance relationship for a few years for someone this special? Thanks. Love, Jacqueline. I'm glad no one's chanting with you. Um, (laughs) But Jacqueline, if you are listening at home, they're chanting, this girl sucks. I mean, this guy should break up with you. What a roller coaster she took us on. She's dating the most amazing man in the world. He's adept adept at music, art, and athletics. She's describing a high school student from the 1930s. Yeah. Some sort of like crazy decathlon yeah. guy. He wears like a unitard and has a mustache. Uh-huh. He's a boxer from the 20s. 
Who's and also he also like painter. knows brain surgery. Yeah. And she says, the weird thing is that she said things that he believes are important, and one of those is like helping refugees at I- like from ISIS. Yeah. Like that's just sort of... From Syria and yeah. Afghanistan, and also ISIS. That's sort of belittling something that's actually important. Did you also notice, like, I would have stayed for longer, but I had an internship. Oh, so you have an so internship. So the street does go both ways. <laughs> so you're too busy for him, but he's not allowed to be busy for you, even though he's saving people who were victims of a genocide. And I love the idea of the romantic notion of proposing at the end of a fight <laughs> to quiet somebody who's sort of upset at you. How did he do it? They're going to get... Like, why'd you guys get married? Because he didn't take me to an anime convention. <laughs> he saved people in Jordan and satiated me by promising me that I'd go to any concert I wanted. I called his bluff and chose one in Australia, but he was busy saving people in... I guess ISIS is a country now. I guess they won because he wasn't there. <laughs> What, would, what is the question? What would you do if you were her? I feel like I would feel bad. Yeah, wait, what is she asking? She said, should I not marry the most amazing guy I've ever met and get the, the, the financial stability because what? Because he's too busy? Because he's too busy saving the world? She also said... <laughs> like, does Lois Lane not want to be with Superman? Yeah, because he's too She's busy... Like, You're always flying somewhere. <laughs> yeah. What about I wanted, me? Yeah, like this other guy, Charles, he plays video games and he's just around most of the time. So that's nice for me. What you like about him is what's causing him to be so far away from you. You can't take the good and not expect the bad. That's beautiful. Actually. <laughs> would you, would I, you sing that? I don't know. I mean, I'm not very... <laughs> I just want to hear if you can take the good, not expect the bad. Never mind. Never mind. (laughs) You can't take the good, not expect the bad. You can't have my mom, not expect my dad. It's cool that we said the same thing, but it makes no sense. No. <laughs> you can't have my mom expect my, my dad. dad. It's like we mispronounced except. Uh-huh. You can't have my mom expect my dad. <laughs> you should expect my dad to come in here and talk to you about greenlighting my mom. Oh. Another funny part of this question is when she says, I know you've both expressed a strong revulsion to the idea of long-distance relationship, but I feel like given the circumstances you may reconsider, then describes a perfect relationship that was ruined by the fact that they were (laughs) long-distance. If anything... (laughs) If anything, it only strengthens my affirmation to know, to believe, to to have in my heart that long-distance relationships truly are difficult. Yeah, they're doomed from the start. Uh, unless they have an endpoint where I don't know if these people Has anybody do. in here, or is anyone in here currently in a long-distance relationship? Yeah. Are, is the, your other half here? No. No, exactly. of course not. <laughs> single. <laughs> You're single? <Jeez>. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Go 
Cause we're fucking tonight. <laughs> two backwards hat dudes, two Jake and Amir shirts. I love it. Bros, we gotta chill after this. We're all in our 20s. Well, you're, 30, you're almost 33. Enough, dude. We're all 24 tonight, am I right? This <laughs> is really fucked up, actually. <laughs> you're dating a 16-year-old. Chill. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Oh, uh, God, don't support that joke. So here's basically the, the advice. Uh, you, you, what you like about this person is what's causing you so much heartache. Uh, I feel like you either suck it up and don't force them to do stuff for you. For example, marry you. That's a big one, I would say. Yeah, de- I mean, she shouldn't even consider the proposal. It was born out of, a, out of an argument. And then, and then it's a it pity ha- proposal. And then when it happens, she's like, I'll think about it. What a mean, like, if you are, if someone wears you down to the point where you're like, fine, I'll marry you. Give me a couple days. <laughs> Fuck you. I help war victims. Ever heard of ISIS? Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Yes. If you can be with this guy, take him, because he sounds great. But you can't ever be mad at him. I think he's, he's earned that right. He took, him to, she, he took her to every concert. <laughs> Do you realize how much that would cost? But not the anime convention. <laughs> I have to draw the line somewhere, and it's in between Iraq and Afghanistan. Now, Can we talk about me, it? She's talking to him. He's, like, sewing up a, a war vet from Syria. Uh, so basically, enjoy him while you can. I'm sorry that it's long distance. Uh, however, listen, babe, if you really think he's amazing... Have at it, but don't, don't be mad at him ever. Have at it, don't be mad at it, would you say? Have at it. Don't, don't be, be mad, mad at, at it. it. It took your mama, mama nine, nine months, months to glad glad at it. it. <laughs> Let's move on. Oh, here's a shorter question. Let's say Sarah writes it. Is it bad to think about my ex-girlfriend while I masturbate? Getting a couple answers from the audience, leaning towards the no. I would tend to agree. Well, what if, do girls do the same thing? Yeah, yeah. Wait, girls masturbate? Hot. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you would say you do masturbate thinking about your ex-girlfriends? Uh, almost exclusively, yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Why? You've I... already done it. It's like me dreaming about bowling. <laughs> I can fly. Because... It's an, interesting, it's an interesting thought you bring up, but it's easier to tap into something, to like a movie you've already seen. So your fantasy is sleeping with someone you broke up with because you didn't want to sleep with them anymore. It's weird how the mind works. <laughs> but I miss everybody I used to fuck. Why and I miss you... everybody I haven't fucked yet. I can have both. Yeah, why or you... not have both, but think about both. And fantasize about them. In a pie chart of your fantasy, how many times is it someone that you've seen, been with before? And how many is it just a girl that you've made up? It's never a girl I made up. Of course. Do you have a girl in your mind that, like, doesn't I have a scarecrow back there. (laughs) Her face is made out of ones and zeros. 
Her mouth is a can of beans. You have a mannequin with a fleshlight duct taped to her crotch. Scotch taped. It doesn't have to be secure. <laughs> You're insecure. Don't know, know what for. This uh, we're making up on the spot, I swear to God. One Direction doesn't exist up here, does it? Anyway. You do, you masturbate thinking about ex-girlfriends? A lot. Am I in a safe place? Yeah. Well, no, wait. I oh, jeez, what I'm going to say is so fucked up. I masturbate to porn, and then uh, during actual sex, I think about ex-girlfriends. <laughs> but look, none of my girlfriends should be offended, because one day they'll be my ex... And I'll think about and I'll fantasize them. about yeah, baby. I'm always two steps ahead. You knew I was a chess player in Afghanistan when you hooked up with me. I played a guy in ISIS. <laughs> I beat him. He didn't get the rules, is why. So I would say it is unhealthy. It's bad to think about ex lovers. Wow, lecture much. <laughs> this is Sorry, your... why don't you stand on your stool? <laughs> My soapbox. This masturbating is time where you can think about anything. You shouldn't... You shouldn't confine yourselves to the realms of reality. Which is why you're often thinking about social quagmires as you come. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking about ways to solve an energy crisis. Yeah. Global warming. Oh! <laughs> I think I have it. We can plug up the holes in the ozone layer with... It's just sticky enough to work. Put me in a goddamn rocket. The bench. How do you jerk off with these? You snip your cock. That's a good question. When you watch porn, are you just imagining you're fucking the girl in the porn? Or does that just get you to a place where you close your eyes and think of somebody else? I don't think I've ever closed my eyes when I was having an <laughs> orgasm. They That's are awesome. open to the daytime <laughs> sun. I don't even blink, even when I'm with a girl. It's fucking clockwork orange. <laughs> I don't want to miss a thing. I love that. That song's about not blinking. Oh my God, I just got it. During Armageddon, though. Yes. That's such a fucking dope movie. You ever come thinking about Ben uh, Affleck yeah. fucking Bruce Willis? <laughs> Why? From the front? <laughs> That's the only way they would fuck. <laughs> How did we get here, Toronto? Uh, the girl who's never seen our podcast before is like, no, I get it. <laughs> it's Armageddon fanfic. I'm on board. Uh, we're about at our halfway point, so let's take a break. She's Louise. Let us take... Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. That's amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a 
freaking month on yeah. the subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending a one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn, and I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most of it yours. Saving the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. Thanks, BetterHelp. Jake, I don't know if you know this, but we sort of all carry around different stressors, mm -hmm. big and small. Yeah. No, I've heard of that. Yeah. I've heard that. I've heard some people do that. And if you're anything like me, you just sort of keep it bottled up inside and never mm -hmm. complain or talk about yes. it to anyone ever. Very deep, deep, deep down. Yes. You put on a facade, as they call it. Mm -hmm. Yes. And a masquerade. Mm -hmm. But when we do that, it starts to affect us negatively. It's not healthy. It's not good. That's why I use mm. therapy, which is a safe space to get things off your chest. And there's no better way to use therapy than with BetterHelp. Ah, very nice. So if you've been hearing a lot about therapy and you've been wanting to give it a try, but you don't want to, you know, go through the hassle of finding a therapist, driving their awkward waiting rooms, give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. Perfect. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, mm -hmm. you get matched with a licensed therapist, mm -hmm. and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Ooh, love it. It helps to get things off your chest. It helps to talk about it. Right. So get those things off your chest with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash segments. You go there and you get 10% off your first month. Ooh, all right. Segments, folks. Yes. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash segments. Segments. To get matched with your therapist as soon as possible. And if you use that coupon code by going to betterhelp.com slash segments, you'll get 10% off your first month. Nice. Give it a try. It'll help. Yeah. With BetterHelp. And we're back. Hey, let's give it up for that story. And now we do a live MeUndies reading. <laughs> Guys, we have some more time. Do you want to see some more questions, perhaps? I like this Great. one. I like this one. You like, all right. I well, like them both. Sure. Here Why we go. Why don't you read them? Yeah. Right. Okay. Why don't you read them, asshole? <laughs> I'm a little tipsy, but I could probably do it. You should drop my phone. <laughs> oh, you're right shaking. into the whiskey. All right. Here we go. Is we it need, this one right here on the top? Yeah, we need a lady, a lady name. <laughs> Mind if I make an? Oh wait, no. All right, all right. we're gonna do both. Yeah, yeah, we got it, we got okay. it. Jezebel. Jezebel. <laughs> God, that is the highlight of your life. This comes from Jezebel. 
My boyfriend and I have been together for over a year and are quite sexually active. Nice. That's the question. It's a statement. Dope! Last Saturday, we both got shit-faced drunk at a party to the point where we found ourselves so horny that we left early to seek the privacy of his bed. We had anal sex for the first time. Huh? Which was incredibly exciting as we had never been very verbal about wanting to try it, but we both secretly did. It was amazing. And of course, the alcohol, the alcohol helped. Yeah, get liquored up, baby. Because <laughs> this is us later. <laughs> We've never said it. We've just both secretly wanted it. Fair enough. About 20 minutes in, he is on top of me and suddenly asks me to stick a finger up his glory hole. Oh. He had never requested anything like that, and we had never discussed it before, but I was not turned off by the idea and did as he told me. I spent a while back there playing around until he came. He seemed to enjoy it all very much and even told me how good it felt. Fast forward. That's when you're done. You're slut-shaming the guy. (laughs) I'm mansplaining and slut-shaming. At the same damn time. Fast forward to the next morning we were, where we both were hungover and slightly embarrassed by the last night's happenings and didn't discuss it much. Only Excuse that we you. both wanted to try it again. Don't yell at somebody for cough. <laughs> A few days later, we have sex again. And since that fateful night had been on my mind ever since, especially the said penetration experience, I decided to be adventurous and inch my finger toward his man cave during missionary. I am barely touching his hole when he stops me mid-thrust and stares at me bewildered and asks what I think I'm doing. I ask him if I'm allowed to do that, and he replies that he doesn't know. (laughs) Let me consult somebody. (laughs) And he continues with the sex. We never talked about it again, and he has been more than awkward between us ever since. What should I do? By now, the idea of fingering his asshole turns me on more than anything else. (laughs) And I'm afraid it will never come up again. After a year of the same dick, it was something new and exciting, and I want to try it again. I didn't mean to scare him away. I thought it was what he wanted. Was it just a drunk desire, or is he embarrassed? What's going on in his head? He's very secure about his sexuality, so I doubt he has a gay anxiety. Do you have any experience in this field? Please help. I am desperate. Love, Jezebel. <laughs> it is a gay anxiety. It's a gangxiety is what I call it. God damn you, dude. What fingering a butt turns her on more than anything else? I get that. <laughs> Not getting your butt fingered, but just fingering a butt? I like it. <laughs> I like to do it. I don't understand why you fingering a butt. Like what? Me what personally? Is, what, how does that? Because I know what the fuck I'm doing, boss. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> rectal examination. But like, how does that feel good for her finger? What does that do for her finger? Why is that a good thing for her? I don't necessarily know, but. If it feels good for her, she likes it. It feels good. I mean, who here has fingered a butt before? It's what? It's mental? It's what? Oh, it's like psychological, not mental like she's crazy. 
No, it's mental like it's dope, man. <laughs> so she's just you're like saying by making like, him do, making him come by by right. doing that. It's like a Pavlovian response. She stuck her finger in his butthole. He exploded out of his pee pee. Thus, the butthole made pee pee. So the butthole she, didn't make pee pee. It made cum cum. So the butthole made cum cum. The girl said, butthole good. And now he's saying, butthole no. I don't know. What do you think, person who's never seen our podcast before? <laughs> I don't. I shouldn't. It's just that I haven't. And I have a, I'm with my aunt. And uh, So, okay. Let's say this guy's been eating vegetables his whole life. And his parents give him cotton candy one night. And then uh, uh, they take that away from him. And he's like, whoa, what happened to the colorful sweet stuff? And they're like, no, 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 celery from now on. And then she's like, wait, but I wanted it. I wanted the colorful sweet stuff. It's the first time ever. Can I have it? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> I think I, that's the interesting thing, right? If we're like Sherlock Holmes, that's the clue. Yeah. That, like, it happened. He was like, what are you doing? And then she's like, can I do that? And he said, you didn't say no. Well, he said, you can't say Maybe. no. Maybe. You can't like, say I, no. He's like wondering in his head, like, did I, when I was drunk, tell her my fantasy? And now it's happening? Yeah, when you're drunk, truth comes out. Not made up stuff you don't want. Sometimes I lie when I'm, well, I lie all the time, but sometimes I lie when I'm drunk, too. But it's not like, I feel like uh, alcohol removes the pretense and then the truth shines through. <laughs> this is like a really bad parent explaining. It's an awful <laughs> PSA for alcohol. <laughs> If you're 18, just know that alcohol makes the truth it's shine. It's elixir. That's why they call it moonshine. Oh, Because moon nice. is your soul. Of course. And it shines. You guys saw the super moon. That wasn't just an American thing? All right, good. So, this, do you think he really wants it? Do you think it's worth a conversation? I think it doesn't matter. Well, if she wants it. Oh, that's have, a good call. So, what, get him drunk again. Take advantage of your boyfriend. <laughs> Liquor him up and slide it in. You like this, motherfucker? And then pull him towards you. You guys ever play Mortal Kombat? Come here. Get over here. It's the Harlem Globetrotter. <laughs> oh. Lollipop, lollipop. Oh, lolly, lollipop. Black. <clears throat> I can't do it. Uh, you, was it a just drunk desire, or is he embarrassed, or what's going on in his head? You think it's a drunk desire? He wants, he wants he, it. I fucking love that. Maybe he does want it. He asked for it. It happened, and he liked it. <laughs> I know you want it. <laughs> All right, well, that's a little rapey, actually. <laughs> it's a blurred line, is all I'm saying. <laughs> I guess like, it's good that it's happening with a boyfriend. It's something that you keep on exploring. Get drunk again. I really like that answer, actually. Get drunk again. That's the answer to all of our questions. So, so far on the podcast, we've advised people to do cocaine and get drunk and finger each other's assholes. I love you, Mom. I hate you, Dad. <laughs> we have time for one last question. One last question, one last name. But first, <clears throat> Toronto, have you guys had fun? Thank God. Because otherwise the flight wouldn't have been worth it. 
except to see Terminator Genesis twice in a row. <laughs> you were jerking off the entire time. Yeah. You guys got to get these fake arms that they give you for flights so that you can crank it while it's seemingly like they're on your lap. I can only afford the Asian ones, so it was confusing to most. Uh, to all, specifically. Uh, oh, wow. Another girl's name. This has been sort of a ladies' night episode. What? Trump Tower? Trump Tower? Trump Tower? So you're, that's what you're adamant about? That's what you're, that's your cause? This guy's fucking sewing up people in Afghanistan and your shit is yelling Trump Tower? I respect that. <laughs> to be fair, you caused him to be here instead of in Afghanistan helping people. Trump you Tower have had a show. <laughs> I'm 21 years old and I'm from Hawaii, so I've been with my BF for four years. He's perfect. Sex is amazing. Here's the issue. He's quite older than me. Even older than Amir. <laughs> Imagine that. Is anybody here older than me and anybody here older than 32? Ha 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 ha, shit. <laughs> what the fuck Did am I say I, I was doing? 32? I'm 19. <laughs> At cool. 32, people get shit done. You can be a doctor at my age. You can but have you're won, not. yeah, many, many Super Bowls. Sure, French Open championship. I'm yeah, sure Joe Wilfried Tsonga has achieved more in his life than I ever will. Because he's never won a championship. Whatever. <laughs> Here's the issue: one Joe Wilfried. Why are you picking on Tsonga? <laughs> Dude's a fucking pimp. You know it's it. A joke, man. Uh, he's quite older than me, even older than Amir. Whatever that means. <laughs> And along well, sure that he was born before 1982. <laughs> Whatever that means. 83, bro. And, sorry. <clears throat> Here. Ah. All right. And we're out of time. Thank you guys so much. Here's the issue. He's quite older than me. And that, along with him being cheated on in every relationship, he's really paranoid. Which I try to keep in mind. A few months ago, my boyfriend saw dirt in the bathtub and thought it was cum. But the day he saw it, we didn't have sex. He still brings it up to me today, and we almost broke up because he said he couldn't trust me. What should I do? He said it's impossible to trust me and that I'm getting really sick of his paranoid bullshit, but I don't want to be the one to break up with him. Help, love. I guess Trump Tower. <laughs> so... She should break up with him, right? I don't know why she blames the age thing. If anything, you get less jealous with age. Like, jealousy seems to be a young man. But also, thing. Some, like, it sort of feels like this an old school, like, archaic thing. Like, one woman for every one man. Yeah. That shouldn't be necessarily how we oh, do it. Oh, you're just talking about monogamy in general. I'm talking about polyamory in, in general. general. <laughs> that aside, right. why did he see dirt and think it was cum? <laughs> I think she's dating He's an old, idiot. but not smart. <laughs> what is this brown film? And why is it in the tub? You're jizzing someone <laughs> off. I know it. How can I trust... There's jizz on your shoe. It's... 
I was on a hike earlier. On Jizz Mountain? <laughs> with all the brown powder jizz? Sorry, baby, there's, um... There's all these dishes in the sink, and they're covered in jizz. <laughs> Who are you fucking in our kitchen? Why does your boyfriend come mud? It doesn't add up. He's jizzing chocolate milk. I don't know what he's thinking. He doesn't trust Which you. Which means his comes more tastier than mine, so I'm very jealous. There's, some, I mean, if somebody's like, it's impossible for me to trust you. I feel like the coolest thing you could say is like, Shit, I don't want to be in a relationship without trust. See you later. And he's like, wait, I think I can do it if you convince me it wasn't cum. What color is cum? Just blind guy holding a dog. (laughs) He sniffed it, didn't you, boy? It's actually a radish. He's holding a radish. What a mean prank to play on a blind man. Guy's just licking the bottom of her shower. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's semen. (laughs) That is absolutely semen. I have synesthesia, so I can taste color, and this one is definitely brown. Uh-oh, I'm jizzing again out of my ass. This guy's dumb. This guy is silly. This guy is stupid. He doesn't trust you. Why would you want to be with someone that doesn't trust you? If someone doesn't trust you, he doesn't get to break up with you. You break up with him. You say, okay, fine. Like She doesn't said. want to be the first person that breaks up with him. She Why? Doesn't... She doesn't want to be the bad person. So what? She's just going to stay in this That's what I don't like. You can break up with the bad person. The bad guy isn't the one that breaks up. The bad guy is the, is the one that does the bad thing that results in the breakup. Yeah, and then when he gets dumped, he's like, what did I do wrong? Hopefully. And then he changes his action going forward. Yeah, on the exit interview. What did I do wrong? Oh, you thought dirt was jizz and you got <laughs> mad at me. People go in the shower because they have dirt on them generally. It doesn't necessarily have to be cum. Sometimes it is, but this time it wasn't. And you saw residue on the shower. You thought it was semen, so... Adieu. <laughs> Namaste to you and yours. Could you see cum if it were cum? Could I see cum? Could I see cum? Could I be cum? Whoa. Could you be cum? Could you Could see we cum? Three cum? <laughs> I, I don't know if I. I don't pay. Come on, I don't... You guys, it's flattering, but I... I jizz all day, every day, every night. You and me jizz, that's me, that's right. Let's jizz together. I almost tripped on the mic, but I did not caught myself. I'll catch a cum in my mouth. Yo, you my dude, let's go south. You go down on me, I'll go down on... Wow, you shouldn't have dropped out. I am a six god. <laughs> Toronto, did you have fun tonight? <laughs> then that's all that matters. For more of our podcasts, please check out at fiveryoushow.com or, you know, we're actually performing, not necessarily doing a podcast, but we're doing more performances at Just for Laughs. Let's give it up for the Just for Laughs Comedy Festival. <laughs> we'll be doing shows on Friday and Saturday. Is that correct? Awesome. Hopefully we'll see you there. If not, I hope you enjoyed your time tonight. Good night, everybody. All right, now Squarespace, Sad. You guys. <laughs> no, you no, no, we don't have time for that. Let's play the music. Good night. Thank you guys so much. Jump in, jump in, jump in. Them boys are to something. They 
That was a HeadGum Podcast.